probably because of my um, maybe Latin background <laughs> and it has to be really um, friendly and open and you know um, like like you were having uh, just a conversation with a friend so there is no Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Do I need school to be? The podcast in which me, Alex, is going to sit down with people in the creative field or who are creative in their field to ask them about their education. We're all different and we all learn in different ways and I want to talk about it. I want to know if formal, informal, online, presential, methods, books, mentor. I want to know about all those things. So here we are having those fun conversations. And hopefully if you're looking into transition into one of those fields, you'll see some interesting tips and yeah, you'll get some support on your creative journey too. My guest today is Karen Fernandez, who is a creative maker, paper artist, bookbinder, marbling genius. I actually took one of her courses in person when we actually could go places and take courses long before the pandemic when she was living in the Netherlands and I went to Delft with a friend of mine because it sounded fun we kicked it off and yeah she's a great teacher I love to see her as one of my teachers when it comes to bookbinding and I've bought her products they're all great so in this episode we'll be talking about her journey with Indigo Craft Room or we'll be talking about her journey as a teacher learning the craft and so on I hope you enjoyed this really fun episode with my guest, Karen Fernandez. Hi, Karen, and welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, well, just excited to share my story with you and uh, yeah, everyone who is listening to us today. <laughs> so uh, let's begin. Let's tell the audience like who you are and what you're currently working on. Um, well, I am Karen. I am 32 years old and currently I'm living in Munich in Germany. Um, I am a, I like to say, creative maker more than artist or anything else, although uh, kind of a mix. <laughs> um, I, I come originally from Venezuela and uh, live in Spain and um, in the Netherlands too. And uh, well, I guess that we will go uh, dive a little bit more into all my um, my learning and my career path, but uh, I, I actually studied journalism, so I could consider myself as a journalist. Uh, but I started my own company in 2018, um, Indigo Craft Room, and this is then uh, well my creative uh, career, let's say, and uh, what I hoped uh, to uh, be sharing today with you. That's great. And for those who don't know what Indigo Craft Room is, yeah. <laughs> what do you do exactly? Because you do a lot of things. I'm a, huge, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan and you do a lot of things. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, um, Indigo Craft Room, um, it started in 2018 while I was living in the Netherlands. Um, when I moved there, I, I, I knew I wasn't like in that moment of my life that I knew I wanted to do something creative. I needed to do something with my hands uh, after many years of working just in, in an office uh, in front of a computer. So it was like a kind of a I need to, you know, be creative in that moment. And um, first, uh, Indigo Crafting was uh, only um, an online shop where I sold um, all my handmade books. So I, I went to some markets in the Netherlands and, and well, it was everything like a small handmade shop. 
and um, since then it's uh, it's uh, well it has uh, changed <laughs> and and now um, I not only uh, sell my own uh, my handmade books but I also um, sell or, or share with others uh, all about bookbinding marbling supply so everyone who has a passion for bookbinding for marbling they can find in my shop uh, all the materials and uh, since uh, I think 2019, I start also giving workshops. It was first uh, all of offline workshops, and since uh, COVID, then also uh, online workshops and webinars. So it, it it keeps developing. I don't know what it's gonna be in the craft room next year, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And uh, as an entrepreneur, I, I consider myself like 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 you said, I do a lot of stuff. Like not just the, the creative, the, the the product design, and the making process uh, itself, but also a lot of marketing, social media, um, and also teaching, <laughs> which yeah, I guess is, <laughs> yeah, newsletter, of course, blog. So yeah, it's, it's well, I, I, I will say content, content creator and maker <laughs> that that could uh, work as a definition of what I do for Indigo Craft Room. It's going to be fun to figure out what I'm going to title this episode because the podcast is called do I need school to be dot dot dot? And then I'm gonna fill in what you are. And I I was thinking of putting creative maker, bookbinder, paper artist. I I'm like bouncing a lot of things in my head, but I think creative maker is the best one because you're putting your creativity into everything that you do. Yeah, and yeah, that's a that's a good title. <laughs> as a person that has bought your products, and I have, I especially love the amount of care and creativity that you put into the packaging, even. It's all these. It has all these layers. How you, you're not just putting the bookbinding needles in yeah. a plastic packaging. You're actually made a piece to fit the needles in. So there is there is this level of care and creativity to every single part of the experience. And I've also taken your workshops. They're so fun, and I don't know. It oozes out of you this creativity. So <laughs> thank you. How how did you get into this bookbinding, paper marbling? How how did you get into it? Because feels the very niche to me yeah totally <laughs> totally um so i think it was uh, back in uh, 2017 or so um i was living back in that time in munich too and um i had the typical nine to five office job and i was like well you know i want to do something else just to um well relax and and, and do something in the evenings not just working and i started looking for for workshops and um, well I I work also for um, publishing houses that I had something to do with books uh, I was already like in the book industry and I thought eh, it will be nice to see how books are made um, and learn how how they are traditionally made so I took a I took a bookbinding workshop and uh, we learned the typical tradition, uh, traditional uh, binding techniques. Uh, and uh, we had an evening, we had a marbling. And at first I was like, oh, you know, I don't really want to go to this lesson uh, because it's marbling. What's that? You know, I, I, the idea of marbling I had was just um, this uh, antiquarian books uh, that looks very old and, and brown and, and sad. <laughs> and it was uh, not really for me. But I thought, you know, okay, let's go. So so I, I took the class and 
well I was fascinated I really loved the, the marbling it was very relaxing and um, when when I start um, brainstorming for for my own business idea for indigo craft room I knew that okay I want to take this this craft this marbling and and, and book binding and mix them and create something with them so this is where everything starts and since then well I have just been uh, keep learning and reading books and, and watching video tutorials and this is how how I learn and how yeah it's so cool and I have a question where did the yeah. name Indigo Craft Room come from <laughs> good question um, I, I think that it didn't really I mean it doesn't have like a big story behind so it was um, I love the color blue and uh, you know, I was like, well, you know, blue indigo. It, it has also um, something to do with the Japan culture. So um, indigo, it's very typical in in in, in traditional uh, Japanese crafts. Uh, if you think of indigo and shibori, um, so it was already there something. Uh, so I thought, ah, blue, blue doesn't 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 sounds very <laughs> cool. So, but indigo. <laughs> And um, and craft room was the, the idea just of you know having your own craft room like this. I, I always dream of having a place where um, it's a mix of shop and a mix of uh, workshop. So so something where people can uh, just join and and be there and 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 explore creativity. So yeah, there was the combination of of these two three words and and that's that was actually uh, yeah no, nothing really fancy just. Uh, easy <laughs> still sounds really cool and to be honest yeah indigo sounds more mystical than blue yeah it's yeah a, indeed uh, so it has mystic. also if if you look if you i don't know if you google or if you look for indigo uh, then you see this very intense blue and and it was also um this special blue uh, indigo that gives me also some um some calm serenity so that was also kind of what i wanted to to express with um well with my work wow that's awesome i love that <laughs> it, it, it sounds like from, from what i hear you're mostly self-taught like you took one workshop one time and then you just followed your curiosity kind of yeah kind of so i i didn't really um uh, it was just short workshops maybe a weekend or a couple of days and then from that i just start making so it's 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 i think the only way i i know uh how to how to learn a new craft uh, or a new hobby or a new technique so, yeah it was okay uh i know the basics so from here then just uh, experimenting and a lot of trial error, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. In the end, that's the best teacher, trial and error. Just being like, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> that did not work. Yeah, it's probably not the short, the shortest way. Uh, maybe sometimes not the smartest way, but I think for me, it's the only way that I, that I know that it works for me. Uh, that's great. And I've seen in your work, because I follow you on social media, that you're even doing marbling on textiles. 
uh, yeah, that's also, well, there, there are a lot of things that you can still, uh, or I can still learn and experiment uh, when it comes to marbling. And uh, yeah, of course, one of them is it's also on fabrics. It's not yet my favorite material to marble because I really love with paper. <laughs> um, but but yeah, of course, then, then you can also try it with other paints. And there are a lot of new things that you can learn and, and well, endless possibilities and i personally think that there is this beauty to being self-taught it's that you're following your own curiosity and you can learn you're essentially teaching yourself you are going through everything and looking like okay i made this mistake i'm gonna go back and check <laughs> it or i'm gonna or you look at something you made you're like i'm gonna give myself feedback on it um that's actually something that i wanted to touch in the podcast about and i wanted to ask you in the past before before indigo crafting did you have any yeah. teachers that you were like wow this person really taught me or this person really cared this person really pushed me or somebody that taught you a lesson that you see wow i'm applying that today in my work i don't think so really <laughs> so I, I i thought i, I tried to 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 figure out this this question and and and, and a little bit of brainstorming and um so i, I don't really th think of like a someone or a teacher that pushed me in that way i guess there is more um just life experiences like like for instance uh i know from you know from your family or for instance my mom which is someone is someone that is just always okay um let's try this i will figure out how to do it or or also from other jobs I had, uh, where I had to, well, you know, improvise, figure out, uh, things had to be done, so I had to be creative <laughs> um, in that moment. So I, I think it's more about these life experiences. So um, I, I, I believe that I had, uh, well, because of my of my own journey of uh, first being born in Venezuela, then moving to Spain, then to Germany, uh, I, I have been, you know, in touch with too many different people and cultures and 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 societies. So um, that's also for me like really life school. <laughs> I think that that's that's probably then, uh, yeah, uh, the best teaching or the best teacher I had. Yeah, and that and that comes with being self-taught, with being just seeing every single experience. It, every experience is a learning experience. And you and me, that we have migrated so much and they have changed countries so much, we have that, that we can look at a situation and be like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit from this one. I'm going to take yeah. a little bit from that one. I'm going to take a little bit from that one and just put it all together. Yeah. Because there are teachers everywhere. And now you are a teacher yourself because you mentioned you're teaching. Yeah, you taught me, so look fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It feels always weird this word. Really? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. Sometimes I use the, the the word teacher because it just it's easier, you know, to explain uh, others. Okay, what I do, for instance, uh, for the workshops. But I don't know if I, you know, the word teacher. It just reminds me like. Uh, someone in the school you know the typical teacher in in basic school that is i don't know not really the kind of teacher i want to be <laughs> um so what what kind of teacher do you want to be well i i i feel that the, the kind of teacher i am right now <laughs> and i i feel i want to keep in in this line um it's it, for me it's important um to be to be there for you so to really um um 
teach you step by step. That's very important to me. So one step at a time, one thing at a time. Um, also um, to be someone that doesn't say always oh, this is wrong, this is right. So for me in my workshops, there is there is not really a right or wrong way of doing something. So I, I usually just explain how how I learned this. I maybe give some tips and give some advice on, oh, you can try this, you can try that. And then I, I, I hope and I um, just uh, tell my students, you know, you have to find your own way of, of learning this technique. So sometimes there are not, like for instance, for bookbinding, there are some people we have a, a typical tool, which is called bookbinding all. And, and there is like a punching tool, something you can punch uh, holes in, in paper. And I had my own way um, and other bookbinders uh, have their own way. You know, the, you have to find your own way. So, so this is, uh, I try to give people the tips and, and some advice and, and let them know, okay, now try it and, and look for what it feels right to you, what it works uh, the best uh, to you. Um, and um, apart from that, I, I don't know. I mean, that it has to be, I think all of my workshops, um, and that's probably because of my um, maybe Latin background. <laughs> and it has to be really, um, friendly and open and you know um like like you were having uh, just a conversation with a friend so there is no i don't know in other countries uh for instance in germany um people is very formal uh so there are this uh if you go to a workshop if you attend a course um they are very formal so it's just like really the teacher and the students and you have to be very polite in the way how you speak to and how they refer to you and uh that's not i mean in my courses it's really like like we are friends and we are just talking about these crafts and and i like to um well, just create an, an environment that is, uh, that is cozy and that everybody feels secure and, and yeah, uh, that they don't have any fears of learning something new. Or, and yeah. <laughs> I can confirm that. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Alex. Just uh, wanted to interrupt the episode for a little bit to let you know that if you're using Apple Podcast, you might not be able to see the links in the show notes if you're not subscribed to the show. Subscribing has a lot of benefits aside from having access to the links. It helps support the podcasting community. It lets the app know what podcast you like so they can suggest you better podcasts or a more interesting array of podcasts. So I would highly recommend it. Also, it helps the show and gives you a more round experience and allows you access to the information about my guests. I like to put links to their shops. I like to put links to their information, to their social media accounts. And if they have any interesting events, I will also put them on the show notes. So I can highly recommend that. And yeah, if, for example, if you go in this episode, you'll see links to Karen's uh, shops, amazing products, I have to say, and a lot more. So I'm going to stop babbling now and I'm going to let you go back to the episode with Karen Fernandez. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's the truth in the end. I think that there are teachers who want to make more of themselves. They just want to replicate themselves into other people or just teach the way they learned or just push the technicalities. But from my experience with you and from what I'm hearing, <laughs> you want to give people the map but don't tell them how to go there yeah i mean i think that also it has to be with the fact that um, um most of my workshops are for beginners 
Um, so it's usually people that hasn't tried that before, that they don't really have an idea of, oh, what is bookbinding? What is marbling? Uh, what are these tools? <laughs> so, so they are like, uh, okay, uh, you don't know anything. I'm going to show you the basics. I'm going to give you this, this uh, uh, first uh, uh, concepts, and then you can start just uh, working your your technique and your way up. So it's not, uh, yeah, I guess that if it's someone uh, that already has some previous knowledge, they probably will have also some preconceptions and they are going to be probably less open mind about, uh, yeah, maybe my teaching style. So, but so far, everybody was <laughs> lucky and happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lid for every pot. I think that is, that's what, that's what the saying is. Yeah. That everybody finds a teacher, you find the, the right teacher for you, and not everybody's the right teacher for everybody. Um, yeah, especially indeed. when it comes to these creative things, the match has to be right, and the match has mm -hmm. to be correct. And this teaching style that you have, did that come from you, from how your, how I'm guessing, like you were mentioning your mom before, how your mom approached life, or did you have any teachers that you said that's how I want to teach or anybody on social media, any distant mentor that you said, yeah, that's that's something that I want to do? Or it's just what's come what comes naturally to you? It's probably a mix. <laughs> um so yeah, what I mentioned before, like I I, I think I have uh, just too much background <laughs> and too too it's just too different and 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 So I guess that it's a mix of all of that experiences. So um, I know, for instance, while I was in the Netherlands and I was giving my workshops there, the people was so, so kind and so open and, and so warm, you know, like so kind um, that that's a bit different in Germany. So I tried to, for instance, bring a little bit of this, um, uh, yeah, this, Dutch spirit <laughs> to my classes too, which is also a little bit more like like Latin America, like you are more um, warm, open people, and uh, yeah, that's just only an example. But of course, like I mentioned before, for instance, for my mom, I know that I'm very well organized, and I love planning, and it's very important to me that my workshops are perfectly organized and prepared. Um, so I guess that that's, for instance, something I got from my mom, or also from other jobs I had, where I was very important that um, that everything is perfect in the day of the event or or, or in the venue. So yeah, that's uh, and and well, I don't I don't think yeah I I don't I don't want to just mention one person or one teacher. So I guess as I say, it's a mix. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a combination of different things. Like all the experiences shaped you and then they turned you into this type of teacher that creates this very welcoming environment, gives people space to just be creative. Like I remember in the workshop we were doing like kettle stitch. Yeah. And I just started putting different papers to make like different layers <laughs> of paper. And you were like, that's yeah. great. It looks awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm... Yeah. yeah not, at, not point, at, not po at no point... Did I think? Did you say no? Don't do it like this. It was like, yeah, experiment. Take. Do we have? I remember you also put like colored papers on the table. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, take whatever you want. Experiment. Play. It was a very playful. There was there was space to just explore and test exactly. out things. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's 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 important to me. I mean, like, um, I'm very prepared for all of my workshops. I I have like a route, like, okay, this is what uh, I'm I want to to share with you, what I want to teach you. So it's important, of course, that uh, we go through all these steps, uh, so that at the end you go home knowing more than than than, than uh, when you came in. Um, but there is, of course, room for, for experimentation. And um, I'm also always surprised by how, how creative people uh, is like, like many, many, many students that come to my workshop, they, the first thing they say, it's like, oh, no, I'm not creative. Oh, uh, I can, I can do this. Uh, or, you know, we have still this, this mentality, this mindset. And, and then I, I, I love where, you know, they start working on the project, they start uh, doing their book or mobbing their papers and at the end they are like oh wow i did this <laughs> made it and they are surprised by how creative they they were and and also as you say before like you start just uh, putting some papers in between like um yeah sometimes people just uh, in the students yeah, they just come out with some color combinations or with some mixing some materials that at first uh, i didn't plan like really i didn't i wouldn't think of, of mixing for instance this and this color and then um people during the workshop they just do it and we both realize oh that that's actually cool that's really nice and especially because then it switches then you're learning from them oh yeah and they're yeah, learning definitely. from you so there is still with this i I think that comes from the fact that you're you're not this formal, super hierarchical stature of teacher in which the teacher is always a teacher. Yeah. But you allow space for it to swap, to be like, okay, so now I'm going to learn a little bit from you and you're going to learn from me and you're going to learn from you and, and, and from me. And yeah. that's beautiful, That especially in creative education, because there is there's so subjective and we can all learn from each other so much. Yes. So to my mm-hmm. um, my next question is, like, how do you see, um, so now you're teaching uh, online, in through online workshops and you put a lot of content in your newsletter and you're giving all these avenues to get knowledge do you think that's something that's going to move forward or where do you see design education like creative education going well I, i'm surprised by and amazed by how many um, online courses have been launched since covid it's yes. it's crazy so many. <laughs> i i actually want to I thought I, I was more like kind of a digital person, but I realized that actually I'm not that much as I as I thought at the beginning. Like I, I wanted to um, also give online, like having more online courses in, in, in my workshop offer, but uh, somehow I'm procrastinating. <laughs> um, so I, I guess that, um, well, I, I would like to, to do this. So I would like to keep, building uh, my digital and my online offer and I see that this is gonna continue I think that it's gonna be a mix hopefully when when things just start getting better with COVID I think that it's gonna be a mix of okay offline and online workshops um, people is still wants to have this um, you know these events uh, in person um, but it's 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 great that we had this opportunity that we 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 were like challenged to you know before i i didn't do any online workshops or webinars and at first i was very nervous and i was like oh my god how i'm gonna teach uh book binding and modeling online this is just crazy i don't know uh because 
uh, I cannot help people there. Um, you know, I cannot teach them uh, how to how to how to grab this tool or anything. So it could be fun, but it turns out that uh, yeah, that's also possible also in, in creative uh, in the creative industry. Um, so I think I'm gonna go for yeah again a mix of offline online. Um, and personalization, I, I believe that personalization is going to be also very important in education. I hope so. I, I, I enjoy also to personalize workshops <laughs> um, so that you really can um, can just create a, a workshop or a course that is uh, that fits that person that uh, like I'm having this, uh, you know, uh, people that, oh, I want to make a book like this can we do it can you teach me so um then i tried I, well I, I figure out yeah of course so i think that that's um yeah personalization is gonna be quite important hopefully um, for other creators too and it could even be this thing in which somebody can have an idea in their head and say like i want to make a japanese bounded book about birds of paradise and texted in i don't know sanskrit i don't know so they can take a sanskrit course they can take a photography course they can take a bookbinding course from you so I, I love that you said personalization because that means that we no longer have these strict ways to learn or the strict syllabus but that you can create your own with all the things that you find around and come up with this patchwork of education or the hyper niching because you're you're in a niche right now so you're in the, in oh, the yeah. book binding <laughs> paper marbling niche and you can even like niche beyond that like somebody could come to you saying like i want to niche beyond that i want to go to a different step even deeper yeah and probably these... yeah <laughs> and um how is it how is it like because to me personally i'm a person that needs um, personally i'm a person that's a sentence who <laughs> needs for for example when we were doing the book bind i am not very handy when it comes to like sewing and stuff like that so to me it was great to have you there to be teaching me like okay this is how you hold it all so it won't hurt your hand because yeah. if you don't hold it properly it will like destroy the, the your hand so are those kind of little things that you put in the workshop so you have to be a lot more descriptive with your language because you cannot show people how to hold it you have to explain to them how to do it right you mean in the online courses? Yeah, in the online yeah. courses. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a it's a challenge <laughs> to share some some stuff. Of course, it has its uh, its advantage and disadvantage. Um, so for now, I mostly have been doing a live online workshop. So uh, even I cannot be right there sitting next to you to help you to, to show you exactly how, how to do it. There is room for, for questions, so most of the time and we can then just discuss like uh, I, I also can see the participants uh, uh, most of the time they also have the camera on so I can see the participants and well it, it's a bit difficult sometimes to really okay what are they doing there um, but um, yeah, sometimes then, then I just uh, first show the technique and so they, they can see it uh, and then they can repeat it, they can do it at home. And then I, I take that time to, to watch what they are doing and then maybe 
well, I try to give some advice like, oh, I see that you're holding the needle like this. Maybe you can try like this. Um, but yeah, well, it's it's better than nothing. <laughs> but it's yeah. not. It does not really uh, yeah compares to an in person experience. So it's and yeah. I also see like opening the door to accessibility for a yeah. lot of people. Maybe it's not possible to. Especially during COVID, it was not possible to actually yeah. leave your house that to go was to workshop. Yeah, that was amazing because also I had, um, I think about two months ago, uh, a Canadian university that contacted me to give an online workshop about bookbinding. It was like, what? <laughs> From Canada? Eh? How do you find me? Like, so it's a, you? yeah and i i i just uh did an online workshop for them and i'm repeating in, in february next year so this it if i wouldn't have this online workshop on my website and they probably wouldn't have found me and i wouldn't have the opportunity to share my story and my craft with uh, people on the other corner of the world so yeah having these online offers uh, online learning offers is amazing also to connect with around the world and um especially also for me like i'm moving every two three years <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah people that know me from some other place they can still uh, connect with me and join my workshops yeah so this so creative education now that it has moved online it's suddenly become more accessible than before i mean if we take a look into Let's jump to the Renaissance. If you wanted to learn how to be a painter or how to be a sculptor, you needed to go get a mentorship or an apprenticeship from one particular person. Mm -hmm. So you had to leave your town, your village, wherever you were, to move to a city and then live with this person. But now we're experiencing the complete opposite in which you can be in any corner of the world, find an amazing maker like yourself, and just learn how to make things. And maybe this will move into the future. Maybe your next workshop will be in Mars. Oh my God! <laughs> and we're also and we're also not not only breaking the barrier of space, but also the barrier of time. You can record something two months from now, and that will be available two years from now, as long as the internet exists. Hopefully, Lord Elon will publish Starlink, and we'll all be available forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean that there was uh, before COVID, there was first online workshops, and but I think it's now more and more, and and also small um small creators like me <laughs> we can do this too i mean uh, uh that's not only that you go to the big platforms uh where you can find till now online courses but that you can connect with uh creators in small businesses uh for instance uh via social media and then join one of their online courses so yeah uh, yeah, I'm happy that we have this opportunity. I mean, um, it's a, it's thing that, yeah, it's a, it's a good time to to live and to to be a maker and a creator. Um, what a time to be alive! Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This has been a really fun interview and really insightful into how your mind works, how you learn, <laughs> how you teach, and yeah, it's given me a whole new perspective on things. So, thank is there you. anything now that we're making it to the end? Is there anything you want to plug? anything that you're working on right now or that it's coming in the future that you would like to tell the audience about 
Well, just uh, keep an eye on my social media uh, profiles and on my website, indigocrafter.com, because as I said, and as I shared today, a uh, lot of things <laughs> change every now and then. Uh, so for now, um, I know my, my, my crafts are very niche, as you mentioned, so traditional Japanese book binding <laughs> couldn't be this more niche, and uh, paper marbling, but... Um, yeah, I'm always sharing there uh, all about these crafts and and also um, also sharing just inspiration about my 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 journey as an entrepreneur. So if it's uh, anybody that wants to to take a look and connect with me, then uh, yeah, feel free to uh, just text me, um, visit my website uh, and or my Instagram account, and uh, let's see, let's talk and. Who knows? Maybe we can create something together. That's 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 very true. <laughs> I can recommend to the audience the newsletter. It's really really interesting. I loved personally that quinceañera project that you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so cool. I figured oh, now I, I need to I need to have another quinceañera. <laughs> I never had the first one. I need to have it just so I can I can have this book. But honestly, it's it's really worth connecting with you. You're an amazing teacher, and I am so happy that you gave me this interview. And I hope you have a super incredible day and that you stay creative. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, talk to you soon. <laughs> and just like that, we have come to the end of another wonderful episode. I really love this one, especially because she's one of my teachers. Like seriously, I my mom turned 50 last year and I made her a book, which is a collection of letters from people who have met all over the world. And I used Karen's products, like I bought the whole nines of them. And she was super attentive when I reached out to her with questions. She replied to me right away. She helped me whenever I had an issue so I could make something really special. If you're somebody who spends a lot of time in your computer, I can recommend bookbinding. It's not an expensive hobby. You can do it with recycled materials if you want to. And it just it's good for your hands. It's good for your eyes to not be looking at a screen the entire time. So if you're interested in it, please go to Karen's website. You'll see it on the show notes. Join her newsletter. Take her classes. They are really fun. And yeah, they'll bring a lot of joy into your life. I know it did into mine. Thank you for joining me again this week. I hope you like it. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any podcasting app that you use. And to, yeah shoot us a dm reach out to us on social media visit the website all the things you know what to do and yeah i hope to be in your ears next week with another awesome interview keep learning stay curious and have a good week bye